Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Welcome to the Financial Times Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long-form reporting from around the world. I'm Anna Dedder from the Comment and Analysis Desk. Online advertising fraud is big business, says Robert Cookson, the FT's digital media correspondent. One industry body forecasts that it could lose marketers up to $50 billion a year by 2025. But software masquerading as real consumers can be very hard to detect. And, as the author of a report on such crimes tells Robert, some middlemen in the supply chain may well be accomplices. Shailin Dar began his career on the dark side of the online advertising industry. In 2013, aged 22, he started working for a New York-based entrepreneur who owned dozens of bogus websites. His job was to inflate the number of visits to the sites, thereby boosting advertising sales, by purchasing fake web traffic. While Mr. Dar knew the sites were being visited by computer programs rather than real people, advertisers failed to detect the deception. He says the operation made millions of dollars selling ads that went unseen. But in 2014, he quit, he says, after failing to convince his employer to adopt a different business model. Now he works as a consultant helping marketers protect their online ad budgets. He says, I'd rather be spending my time fixing problems than creating them. All I was doing was sucking money out of the online advertising ecosystem, and I realised that I wasn't just one snowflake. I was part of an avalanche that's consuming the entire industry. Advertisers have long known that fraud exists in digital media, but it is only recently that they have begun to comprehend the scale of the problem. The World Federation of Advertisers, whose members include McDonald's, Visa and Unilever, warned last month that online ad fraud was endemic. The trade body estimates that between 10 and 30% of online advertising slots are never seen by consumers because of fraud and forecast that marketers could lose as much as $50 billion a year by 2025, unless they take radical action. At that scale, the fraud would rank as one of the biggest sources of funds for criminal networks, even approaching the size of the market for some illegal drugs. Miko Kutila, who co-wrote the WFA report, says, Ad fraud is growing to a magnitude that will be very difficult to manage or reduce. Advertisers need to stop putting money blindly into digital. Global spending on online advertising has almost doubled in the past four years, reaching $159 billion in 2015, according to research group eMarketer. This money underpins the internet economy and supports trillions of dollars of equity in media and technology companies. Google, the biggest player in the online ad industry, generated revenues of $67 billion from it last year. As well as placing ads on its own site, such as YouTube, the group also provides technology services such as DoubleClick Ad Exchange, which connect advertisers to millions of third-party websites and apps. The group takes a cut, as much as 45% in some cases, of each ad sale that it facilitates. Numerous interlocking intermediaries in the online ad industry say they are working hard to prevent fraudulent websites using their systems. 
But Mr. Kotila says middlemen in the digital media supply chain often turn a blind eye to fake traffic and other skullduggery because doing so is in their financial interest. According to Mr. Dar, they are either ignorant of the fraud or they're an accomplice to it. He remains sceptical about how far the industry will get in its fraud-fighting efforts, given that many constituents have a financial incentive to maintain the status quo. He says, Ad tech companies have made billions of dollars a year from fraudulent traffic. Fraud is built into the foundation of advertising supply. The media business is no stranger to suspect behaviour. In the past, unscrupulous newspaper publishers have been known to dump unsold copies to inflate the circulation figures on which their advertising rates are based. Radio and TV broadcasters have been exposed for corrupting the panels used to estimate their audience figures. Online advertising was supposed to offer greater transparency. Each time a website visitor loads an ad, they leave a distinct trail of data, but these data are not always what they seem. The most pernicious and common variety of ad fraud involves computer programs, or bots, that simulate the activity of a real person browsing the web or using an app. Hackers build an army of bots, known as a botnet, by sneaking the software onto vulnerable household computers. The malicious software runs quietly in the background of the infected computer without making its presence known to the owner. Then, under the hacker's remote control, the botnet, which can be rented through black market internet forums, is directed to visit certain websites. The most sophisticated bots are programmed to click from one site to another, watch videos for their duration, and even add items to an online shopping basket. Adrian Neal, founder of Oxford Bioconometrics, says... Telling the difference between a human and a bot has always been hard. His company makes technology to do just that. He says that many advertisers use very rudimentary tools that are only able to detect bots exhibiting highly repetitive behaviour. This year, the Association of National Advertisers, a US trade body whose members include Apple, Kraft Heinz and Procter & Gamble, published the biggest study yet into bot fraud. The ANA had teamed up with Whiteops, a cybersecurity company, to analyse data collected from 10 billion online ads purchased over a two-month period by 49 of the trade body's members. It found that some advertisers were far more vulnerable than others. The worst-hit company had served 37% of its online ad campaign to bots, while the most secure had a bot percentage of 3%. Those most at risk were advertisers purchasing ads through technology platforms that aggregate large numbers of websites. The more expensive ad placements such as video campaigns priced at more than $15 per thousand ads, were the riskiest, suggesting that fraudsters had been responding to market demand. The report said, Much of the media purchased by the typical advertiser is clean, but when fraud affects an advertiser, it tends to hit hard and in very concentrated areas. It estimated that advertisers would lose $7 billion globally to bots in 2016. For such a lucrative crime, few people have ever been prosecuted. But this year, in a rare exception, the US sentenced Vladimir Tatsin, an Estonian national, to more than seven years in prison. His group had infected more than four million computers in 100 countries with malware and generated $14 million by rerouting the computers to certain websites, the US indictment said. For Unilever, ad fraud is a major threat. The FTSE 100 consumer goods group spends about 8 billion euros a year marketing its brands ranging from personal laundry detergent to Ben & Jerry's ice cream. Digital marketing now accounts for about 25% of its total media budget, up from 5% in 2010. Luis de Como, Senior Vice President of Global Media at Unilever, 
says that while the sophistication of advertising fraud is now more complex, the risk to business can be contained. Mr. DeComo says, You need to do the homework and go to the highest level of granularity to understand what's going on, and adds that Unilever seeks to buy online ads directly from media groups rather than through middlemen, and works with Moat, a verification company, to monitor how many of its ads are seen and by whom. With advertisers intensifying their scrutiny of digital campaigns, the online industry has been forced to respond. In 2014, Google acquired Spider.io, a London-based startup specialising in detecting bots. Its technology analyses the billions of ad placements offered for sale through Google each day, seeking to detect and filter out fake traffic before advertisers are charged. This is a complex challenge, as Google allows customers to bid for ad slots in real time across millions of different websites, many of which are plugged into its systems through intermediaries. Some websites use tricks to disguise their true identity. In one recent case, Google found that a pirated movie-sharing website was falsely representing itself as the website of an unnamed newspaper. Google says it prevented clients from buying the ads. Google says, We take fraud and abuse of our ad systems very seriously, and we have an extensive set of policies governing the types of sites that can run ads. We invest significantly in the technology that keeps bad actors out of our systems. AppNexus, an ad tech company whose investors include Sir Martin Sorrell's WPP, last year launched a crackdown on the websites and ad networks that sold advertising through its marketplace, seeking to root out fraud. The consequences were striking. Transaction volumes tumbled 65%. In turn, Matomi Media, a London-listed ad agency, issued a profit warning following a sharp reduction in the amount of cheap ad slots it was able to purchase. Brian O'Kelly chief executive of AppNexus, says that while the industry has made considerable progress in shutting out bogus websites and ad networks, there are still big challenges. In particular, he says that many of the biggest, best-known digital media companies are buying traffic that you consider sketchy. Detecting bots is much more difficult when they are mixed in with millions of a website's real visitors. Increasingly, online publishers that want to demonstrate quality readership, including the Financial Times, use third-party verification tools to monitor traffic to their sites. To deal with the problem, a number of major advertisers, media companies and intermediaries have been signing up to a set of common standards for traffic quality. The industry has also started issuing Certified Against Fraud seals to buyers, sellers and middlemen in the digital advertising supply chain who meet rigorous anti-fraud requirements. More than 30 companies have signed up, including WPP, News Corp and Yahoo. However, not everyone is convinced that the problems will be solved swiftly. Last week, Daryl Sim, a senior executive at Omnicom, the US advertising group, told investors on a conference call that some marketers have tapped the brakes in digital and re-embraced television because of concerns that their ads are going unseen. Brian Weezer, advertising analyst at Pivotal Research, says that while some marketers have altered their media plans because of fraud, there is more of a focus on finding solutions to the problems at hand than there is a focus on spending shifts. He points out that three of the fastest growing companies in the ad technology sector are Moat, Double Verify and Integral Ad Science, groups that police the system by providing ad verification. As the industry cracks down on fraud, politicians are also starting to take an interest. US Senators Mark Warner and Chuck Schumer last week called on federal authorities to address the problem. In a letter to the Federal Trade Commission, they wrote... The cost of pervasive fraud in the digital advertising space will ultimately be paid by the American consumer in the form of higher prices for goods and services. 
it remains to be seen whether voluntary, market-based oversight is sufficient to protect consumers and advertisers. The message was clear. If online ad companies fail to eliminate fraud, regulators will intervene and do Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. For them. 